You're tuned to Locomotion, KVNF's weekly public affairs program. I'm your host, Lisa Young. In this week's edition, we'll learn about the latest on the Paonia Skate Park, which includes a renovation of the skate park with beautifully crafted concrete skate features. Work on the skate park, including a new design and pouring of the concrete, began just a few days ago. I began covering the Paonia Skate Park nearly four years ago as a reporter with the Delta County Independent. As a beat writer for the North Fork Valley, I became interested in the project after hearing about efforts to renovate or replace the dilapidated skate park near the town's park. My first contact was Jay Canode, a local real estate broker and noted one-man fundraising machine for the skate park effort. But in the mid-90s is when... Uh, I think town maybe established that the old tennis courts uh, at Paonia Town Park for a place to skateboard. And uh, so over the years, that, that slab of concrete uh, has been used for that purpose. Uh, mainly, you know, people would, kids would come in, build ramps out of wood and use them and have fun. And inevitably those, those, uh, those ramps would, would uh, deteriorate, uh, you know, down into nothing, and, and would become liabilities, and have to be scrapped and, and taken out. And that 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 happened over and over again uh, over the years. In 2013, Canode began the Facebook page "Let's Build North Fork Valley Skate Park." The page is dedicated to raising awareness and money for repairs or a potential new skate park for the youth of the North Fork Valley. It really, when my son was born, is kind of when I had the the impetus to uh, start putting in some effort to raise funds and raise awareness that uh, we needed to improve uh, the skate park. That was, uh, my son was born in 2009, and I think probably by the time he was two and starting to scoot around on a little strider, uh, you know, we'd go to the skate park and and uh, I would think, hey, we need to, we just, re- we need to improve this. We need to have something better for the for the kids in this town. Canode's efforts over the year have been more like a roller coaster ride than a fun day at the world's best designed skate park with multifaceted features. The ups and downs, twists and turns, and near disasters would make for a compelling movie with Canode as the protagonist in search of the perfect skate park. So really over the past 10 years, is, is I've, I've really kind of been the guy plodding along trying to raise money. Uh, you know, here and there, other people would kind of pitch in, and but inevitably, uh, we'd fall out of of, uh, of of the effort, and even myself included. You know, there'd be a year or two where I was just like, oh, I, you know, I can't do this anymore. But then momentum would build. You know, we'd we'd get a small grant, and I and I'd get stoked again, and be like, yeah, you know, people want it, and so we just kind of kept building on that from from grant to grant to grant. Canode began gathering small donations, using fundraisers, and asking both Delta County and the town of Peonia for contributions. The county eventually chipped in $10,000, and the town of Peonia agreed to an in-kind donations not to exceed $25,000. Early on in the fundraising effort, Seth Weber's youth artist group Mural Militia and others painted and auctioned off skateboard decks to help raise funds. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd partner with the town. And then we'd partner with with the North Fork Rec District, and uh, we kind of bounced back and forth in, in between those two, and that was kind of uh, 
a bit of a frustrating uh, experience. You know, you, with town, you'd have uh, the changing of, of staff. You'd have, you'd have changing of, uh, of board members. And inevitably, that would create, uh, well, that would erase the institutional memory of the project, the skate, the skate park project in town. So there, there was a lot of fits and starts there. Um, and so uh, uh, really what it's boiled down to, instead of kind of bouncing in between those two organizations, those two institutions in the community, now they, they are essentially kind of equalish partners in a way, both town and and the rec district have, have helped to shepherd this project. Um, you know, at this point, the, the, it's the rec district's uh, kind of baby, if you will. You know, they, ha they have written the contract between, you know, themselves and Phantom Concrete, which is the contractor that we found uh, for the project. And uh, so they're the shepherds and town has been very generous uh, in, uh, in providing uh, heavy equipment and uh, fill dirt and, and, any, and anything else that, that, that we need, uh, you know, as, as far as moving forward with construction. Somewhere in the midst of all of the fundraising efforts, grant writing, and working with local governmental entities, an important milestone was reached in the form of a prestigious grant from a nationally known skateboarder turned philanthropist. So, yeah, you know, in terms of, you know, talking about the momentum that has been building over the years, so many people have, have given to the project, community members, philanthropic groups, foundations uh, have, have uh, contributed over the years, and I've been writing those grants. The biggest grant so far that has really kind of put wind in our sails uh, was the, uh, what used to be called the Tony Hawk uh, grant, the Tony Hawk uh, skate park grant. And they, they switched kind of brands, and now they're called the Skate Park Project. And uh, so a couple of years back, we got uh, that $25,000 grant, which is a very competitive grant. And a lot of, lot, of, lot of communities across the United States vie for that grant. And uh, we were really fortunate to get that. And that kind of brought some attention to uh, the project a little bit more. And um, so that, that last grant was really kind of a, a big one to help, uh, help push us into, into um, you know, really manifesting construction in the skate park. With nearly a decade of history in the rearview mirror, Canode revisits some of the well-worn paths along the journey to where the skate park is today. Well, I guess that, that somewhat brings us up, up to today. I mean, there's, there's, some, there, there's some, a couple different uh, stories that, to tell you about uh, as to how we ended up with what we, what we ended up in terms of... Uh, the scope and whatnot, you know, our, our scope originally was much larger than this, uh, maybe ambitious in, in, in some people's eyes, you know, we had a, a target budget of four to $500,000 and uh, we didn't think that was too big of a, of a, of a, of an issue. You know, we were uh, all along, we had in mind that the uh, great outdoors, Colorado, the GoCo grant, which funds, um, you know, outdoor, Recreation projects throughout Colorado uh, would would be our main funder, and uh, and over the years they expressed a lot of interest in in what we were doing, and uh, really were impressed with the, with the progress that we were making. Um, but the issues we ran up with 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 GoCo is that over the years, and really especially when when COVID struck, GoCo restructured kind of their 
uh, I'll call it a philosophy, but it, it's more just the parameters behind what kind of projects they uh, awarded uh, money for. And, uh, you know, it used to be to go code, you know, if you wanted to build a little park in your, in your community or a, or, you know, any sort of a, you know, ball field or, or a skate park or, or anything like that, you could apply for your, for your little project. And, and, uh, and if you had the, mo- the, the, um, the community's, um, uh, support, you know, if you, if you, if, if you could show that the community was, was, um, uh, willing to contribute to the effort, then you would, you would get the grant, you know, and those grants were anywhere from 200,000 up to a couple million dollars. Um, but they changed that. Uh, they, they no longer really will do small grants uh, in, in communities. And so for us, the goalposts kind of kept getting pushed further out of our reach uh, for that big uh, scope project that, that we had had in mind. And, uh, you know, GOCO was still really, really wanted to help us out, but they wanted to see uh, the entire uh Pamela Town Park improvement project to be implemented, which included, you know, a dog park and stage improvements and pagodas and trails and and just a general kind of facelift for Pamela Town Park, which was going to be about a million dollar grant, uh, a little bit more than that, and and uh, skate park would be roughly half that, and we tried to push that through this this spring with town, and the town just did not have uh, the they didn't want to get behind it didn't have the wherewithal they were they were in between uh staff at that point town managers and it just was not a good time to try to to make that that big grant happen for town park they had other fish to fry and uh so that was disappointing to us because you know we'd been working so hard and it just seemed like the that big scope project was just within our reach and then it wasn't and uh, so finally you know after years like i said a decade of, of fundraising and people asking me on the street, what's up with the skate park? You know, <laughs> I gave money to it. Where's, where's that money? Uh, and I was like, well, it's there. We're just still trying to, to make things happen, you know. And, and all along, I just, I really didn't want to compromise. I, I, I wanted something great for the community and, and uh, something made out of concrete that wasn't going to deteriorate like the wooden ramps over the years. As Cano's skate park dream was facing overwhelming odds and a major setback, he received a much-needed boost from the Northwark Recreation District and Phantom Concrete LLC, located in Colorado Springs. They came in to help save the day. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Local Motion. KBNF's weekly public affairs program. Today we're talking about renovation efforts on the Paonia Skate Park with fundraiser Jay Canode. Coming up, we'll hear how the North Fork Recreation District recently contracted with Phantom Concrete for a new design and construction at the skate park's original site. Hepke explains that historically there has been a memorandum of understanding regarding the Paonia Skate Park. Rec District actually has um, has an MOU. We lease and maintain both the tennis courts at Apple Valley Park in Paonia, as well as the skate park in Town Park. And that has existed for many years. I couldn't tell you exactly when that started. 
beyond former North Park District Manager Lenore Cambria and Jay Canode's desire to invest in the Paonia Skate Park, Hepke says he found his own buy-in after the large GOCO grant fell through. You know, part of my personal mission with it was simply that as a resident of Paonia, I'd, I would walk past the tennis courts and they're so nice. And then I'd walk past our skate park and, and it was a little heartbreaking, you know, just to see um, the old modular equipment um, starting to fall out of repair. And, and so that's when um, I started getting pulled into the conversation with Lenore um, and Jay and, and learning a bit of the history um, behind, oh, just all the various efforts to raise funds and rebuild the park. And I think my role really was just to kind of keep the ball moving because Jay and some various community members had already done so much to raise a significant amount of money and and Jay got um, a skate park project grant, which was formerly known as the Tony Hawk grant, which was huge. So we already had a chunk of money. We decided to be ambitious and Last winter, we wrote up um, a grant proposal to go for a GOCO grant to really get a lot of a lot of funding for the project. And we didn't end up getting that. Um, and that was kind of the moment when we discussed, you know, maybe we've got, we had a small, modest chunk of money and um, maybe we should start reaching out to, to builders and see what we could do with this money. As in most story plot lines, forces of good begin to align for a final push towards fulfilling the mission. And in our story, good forces have converged to work on the renovation of the Paonia Skate Park. Um, it just so happened that um, one of my very best friends, one of my good ski buddies from Gunnison, you know, mentioned he knew a, a guy who might be willing to take the job on for us. And, and that turned out to be Chris Berry, who is out of Colorado Springs. It's been really great. We're, we're super lucky. We really lucked out. Chris um, has really stretched the budget to its utmost for us. Um, so we're getting a really great deal out of him. And the more I've hung out with these guys and the more I've, I've gotten to know them and, and hear about them from other people, we, we've really lucked out and have some of the world's best uh, concrete finishers hanging out here in Paonia building this escape park right now, which is just mind-boggling to realize what immense talent we have right now. Canode also has high praise for the work happening at the skate park this month, noting the generosity and artistic flair of Phantom Concrete's work. And really it's been so surprising because, you know, once Phantom Concrete has gotten going on this project, it's really been you know what they're building is something way better than you know what they what they promised us or what they you know the renderings that they gave us the plant the initial plans that they gave us you know every every one of the the uh, foremen or the you know the workers for phantom concrete including the owner are veteran skateboarders and um and they know what makes a skate park fun and what makes it challenging and, and, and not boring and um and so these guys, 
they've really gone above and beyond uh, what what we were expecting. Feedback from the community, according to Hepke, has also exceeded expectations. Just so much excitement. It's really fun. I, I try and go and check in with the crew a couple times a day, and and it's remarkable the the traffic on Fourth Street, the people just cruising by and slowing down to see the work, and um, kids cruising by on their bikes to to come see the the progress, and they're they're really into it. Tayden Pettit is one local youth who's been using the Dilapid Skate Park for years. Tayden says that while the skate park was rough and unfinished, it made him the skater he is today. Yeah, it was just the ground wasn't very smooth compared to other skate parks, and there weren't that many obstacles or ramps or anything. So you had to get creative. As for the new improved skate park? Compared to what the skate park used to be, I'm super excited. And I know Paleonia can grow, and I know the skate park can grow. And especially with our community, I feel like that it can just keep growing, and it can be a really sweet skate park. And I'm just happy that we finally got something going. Oh, so tell me a little bit about how you know Jay. So I've known Jay for a while. I went to school with his kid, Eden. Tell me a little bit about his efforts, you know, to get the skate park where it is today. Um, well, Jay's been a big help. Like, he's he's one of the main contributors to it. And he just I think he wants us to have a good skate park so we can have something to do in Peonia. And he's definitely helped a lot with the community in that. Tell me about your, your friends. Do you have a lot of friends that go to the park and, uh, and skateboard? I, yeah, I have a lot of friends. I have a decent amount of friends that go to the skate park, and we hang out and try to skate and do all that stuff. Are you pretty excited about the the progress with the skateboard, uh, with the park now that, you know, construction's taking place? How do you feel about all that? I'm really excited about it because I feel like it's, it's past due, but I'm happy that we're getting it done now. And I think that I'm a progress as a skateboarder. Yeah, it's going to make a huge difference. Have you been able to go to other skateboard parks in the area, like in Cedar Edge or even bigger parks? Yeah, so I've been to, so there's a lot of skate parks in Grand Junction. And there's been contests there that I've competed in. And yeah, I've gone to the other skate parks around the area. I, I hear that there might be a possibility that there might be some additions, maybe a big bowl being put in, you know, eventually after all this is done and maybe some more money is raised. What do you think about trying to expand the skate park in Paonia once this is uh, con- this work is done? I think that would be a great idea. I think Paonia has a lot of potential in the skateboard community. And, um, yeah, I think that would be great. Is there anything that you'd like, you know, the community to know about the the skateboard, the park, it's, you know, just being a skateboarder, the sport, you know, maybe some misconceptions that you want to clear up about what that means? Sometimes you guys get a bad rap, and I know a lot of people have complained about the noise at the park, but give us some positive, you know, feedback of why, why is this so important, you know, for the youth of Paonia to have this skate park? Yeah, I think skateboarding just kind of has a bad reputation from some skateboarders and professionals but I think that it can help a lot of kids 
just from like if they have bad a bad time at home or something like that. Yeah, for you personally, what has it meant to to have the sport to to rely on for you? I mean, is it good for your mental health, your physical health, uh, relationships? Uh, what does it mean, you know, to you personally? I think it's definitely helped me make a bunch of friends that I'm probably still going to be friends with till I'm an old man. But and I think it's definitely helped with physical and mental. Yeah, I can look at the world now and just always think about skateboarding. And it's definitely changed my mindset in many different ways. With with that in mind, what do you think about your future in, in skateboarding? Do you have any aspirations to go do anything professionally? Or is this just more recreation, something you enjoy? Well, my dream is to be a professional skateboarder. That's always been what I've wanted since I was a little kid, ever since I started to be a pro, a pro skateboarder and to represent Colorado. Colorado is not necessarily known for being a skateboarding state, but I think it would be, yeah, it would be the dream to go pro. What kind of effort would that take? What does that look like? Do you have to get sponsorships or what's the path to becoming a pro? So, yeah, so pretty much there's a couple ways you can do it. It's And it also depends on who you know. So that's a big impact of who you know and people that are involved with different skateboard brands. But yeah, so you could go on social media and post your skateboarding and then brands could see you and then they want to represent, they want you to represent their company and then you get put on. So then you get sponsored, then you can get put on a team and then they take you on trips and yeah, and give you free product. I'm sure you've probably heard of Tony Hawk. What is uh what does Tony Hawk mean to you and and have you watched videos and is he somebody you would aspire to be like? Yeah, Tony Hawk is he's a very cool guy. I still watch him since I've watched him since I was a little kid. And yeah, I feel like he's had a he's had a huge impact on skateboarding and how people view it and and I really like what Tony Hawk has done with his like foundation and how he's building skate parks around around the U.S. and places that don't have it. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that uh, Jay uh, was able to get, you know, that grant for about $25,000 to help with the skate park. Is there anything else that I need to know, Taden, about uh, the the skate park? And um, I hear there's supposed to be like a ribbon cutting on Saturday and some things like that. I mean, how soon do you expect to be out there on the new uh, concrete? Well, I'm, I want to be on there as soon as possible. Like, I might go there tomorrow and just feel it out before it's even open. But I'm excited for Saturday because then it's, like, officially, like, we officially got a new skate park. And then after that, like, it can grow. Like, it can, it can grow so much more than what it is and how many skateboarders are going to start, uh, start occurring to Paonia. I saw some of the pictures of the concrete work, and it looks absolutely amazing. I'm really impressed. I mean, I'd never skateboard. I'm too old for that, but I'm all for what you guys are doing out there. It looks awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with what those guys are doing, and it's it's cold out. Like, I'm, it'd be cool to get out there and work with concrete, and yeah, I'm really happy about it, about what the how fast those guys are getting it done. Yeah, my understanding is that a lot of, you know, to save down on the cost that they camped, I guess, inside of that building over there. And then the community did like a mill train and fed the guys. And they just sound like super, super guys. Have you had a chance to talk with any of them? 
Yeah, so I talked to them. It was a while ago. It wasn't as cold as it was. Like, it was, it was school started, and there was, like, a meeting about it, and they were showing blueprints about it, and we got to meet all the guys. We got to skate with them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Taden, were you a part of, uh, I know it's been quite a while back, where a, a group of you guys, skaters and different folks, met with the town of Paonia. Were you a part of that meeting where you guys were trying to gain support from the town? Yes, I, I was at that meeting. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that, how that went, and, and um, you know where things are with the town right now? So I'm pretty sure that we got the grant from the Tony Hawk Foundation. I think it was like right after that, they had a town meeting and I think his name, his name is Ben Graves and he reached out to me and he's like, Hey, I want you and your buddies to come to the town hall. They're going to have a meeting about the skate park. And so I got some of my friends together that we all skateboard together and we went down there and it didn't, at the time it didn't seem like, Oh, we're like, this is not happening. Like, cause they were going on about a dog park and they wanted a dog park there, and they were talking about that. So we all thought, oh, it's not going to happen for a while and all that. But I'm really happy and a little bit surprised but that we got it going to where it is today. But, yeah, I'm really happy about it, and I can't wait to ride it and progress a lot more. Yeah, it's been a long time. I started talking to Jay like four years ago when I was a reporter at the Delta County Independent. And uh, it just was like, is this ever, is anything ever going to happen? So I'm really celebrating with you guys, you know, that something is actually happening. And, and uh, you know, it may not be really big right now, but like you said, there's always the potential for, for growth. And so that's really exciting. Yeah, um, I can't wait till I can ride it. It's going to be, it's going to be sweet. Thank you so much for, for taking the time and talking with me today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. All right. Good luck. Have fun out there. Be safe. While there's a lot of excitement and buzz as a skate park renovation takes place, I can remember a time when several neighbors pushed back on the noise created by the skate park located in a residential area. Kenode and Hebke both addressed concerns about noise level at the newly renovated skate park. Well, I mean, that's probably too, too soon to say anything. You know, I I've been down there uh, when the guys, the, 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 you know, Chris's foreman and whatnot are, are down there um, skating because they've already, as, as soon as the concrete was dry, they were down there testing it out and whatnot and putting it through its paces. And uh, it's, it's actually quieter, you know, using, using concrete as a surface for skateboarding and for BMX riding. It's actually a, a quieter surface than wooden ramps and the steel ramps that used to be there that really, you know, were kind of had pretty big crashing sounds to them when, when people would use them, not to mention the fact that they weren't even bolted in and they were totally immobile and rickety. But, um, you know, I, most of the neighbors that are around there, you know, that I've, that I've talked to, uh, you know, just are, are excited about the fact that the skate park is finally going in. We, we really tried to be sensitive to really, you know, kind of the immediate neighbors that are, that kind of border uh, the skate park and, and, and try not to, you know, fashion the park in such a, such a way that it's going to impact them more so than, than not just with, with our design features. Um, but, 
Yeah, you know, I hope moving forward that uh, it's not the case. I, I can already tell that the skate park is going to have a lot more use because it's it's going to be fun. I mean, it's it's going to attract kids there, and it's it's, it's kind of one of those things I was always wondering is is it going to be if they build it, uh, if I build it, will they come type thing? And and I guess you know if you build it well enough, then they will come and I, and I can just already tell just from the caliber and the, the layout of the skate park that it's going to get a lot more use and um, you know I, I hope people recognize that uh, it's it's all for the good this town needs places for kids to to go and have fun and hang out and be themselves and and that's what this place is, is going to be and you know uh, kids will be kids and I think there'll be times when it'll be loud but um like I said, I think it's uh, the, the fact that it's made out of concrete. It's actually quieter than than the previous incarnation of the skate park. And probably what you'll hear more than you've heard prior is kids whooping and yelling and having fun and being kids. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's slightly different sounds. Um, you'll get some more squeaks from the, the wheels on the concrete. I've been trying to do my very best to uh, be in touch with the, the next door neighbors and, you know, and let, let them feel like they uh, can have any, make some input if they have any. Thanks for tuning in to Local Motion and happy skateboarding. I'm Lisa Young.